Welcome to Directions in Rashi, a podcast that will help you understand individual comments from Rashi throughout the Chumash, and that will also introduce you to some of the general principles which I feel uh, directed Rashi in his creation of his commentary, and that will help us to understand his commentary better all around. Welcome. Today's shir will be about a Rashi comment in Parshas Vayishlach. Parshas Vayishlach includes the world's most famous wrestling match between Yaakov and, according to Rashi and, and our Chachamim, the other, the, his opponent was a Malach, was an angel, the Sarishal Esav, the, the guardian angel of Esav. And Yaakov won the won the match. And as we read in Perak Lamed Beis, Pasik of Zion, and the Ish, this person or this individual against whom Yaakov battled, this person, this, this Malach said, Shalacheni, send me, to, to, let me go. Ki because the dawn has come up. And Yaakov said, I will not send you unless you bless me. And the Malach said, I love. The Malach said, What is your name? And he said, My name is Yaakov. And the Malach said, Not Yaakov anymore will it be said, is your name. But rather, Yisrael. Simplicity. The Malach is saying, your name will no longer be called Yaakov, you will be called Yisrael. Yisrael is based on the words Sarisa, because you, uh, you, you, you stood higher, you, you were like a Tsar, you were like an officer who stands higher than others. Im Elohim, with heavenly um, beings. Let's say from the moment that the shot is that you were able to fight against me, against the Malach. I am Elohim. I am a divine uh, heavenly being, the Iman Hashim. And you also struggled and you defeated people. Rashi says, Lavan and Esav, Batuchal. And you were able. You were able to do, uh, you were able, you, you were successful. So therefore your name will no longer be Yaakov, your name will be Yisrael. Let's see the Rashi on this Pasuk. Lo Yaakov yamer oit shimcha. Lo yomru alecha od. People will no longer say about you, shabrochais b'akiva uveremiya. They will no longer say that the blessings that you obtained from your father Yitzhak came through trickery and and cheating. That's what the name Yaakov uh, connotes to a certain extent. Yaakov Akiva, a certain underhandedness, a certain treachery. But people will no longer say that that's how you got those brochas. Ki'im bisrara, rather you got them bisrara, you got them as a matter of rulership. This is what you deserved. And with an exposure of face. In other words, you got them in an open manner, 
because you are the one who deserved to get them. And in your end, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will appear to you in Beisel, which is the place to which Yaakov was traveling. And Hashem will change your name. And there he will bless you. And I, the angel of Esav, I will be there. And I will agree to those brachas. Hashem will, will bless you there, and I will stand there and I will answer, Amen. And this is what it's written in a Pasuk in Navi, in Hosea. But Yosar el Malach, it says that Yaakov was a Sar to the Malach. Yaakov ruled over this Malach by Yuchal, and he was able to defeat the Malach. Bacha. And then the Pasuk says he cried. Now, who cried? So Rashi interprets here, Hamaloch. Who is it that cried? The Maloch. Now the Pasuk continues. And he beseeched him. He asked him. So Rashi says, again, here Rashi interpolates his explanation. What did the Malach beseech from Yaakov? Here Rashi again goes back to quoting the Pasuk. In Beis El, he will find us, and there he will speak to us. And now Rashi explains. The Malach said to Yaakov, please, wait for me until... Until... I think it should perhaps be... That's a point that I didn't think of before. But wait for me until we get over there to Beis El. In other words, please don't force me now to, to change your name and to give you the blessing. Wait till Hashem will talk to us in Beis El. And Rashi says, Rashi, uh, Yaakov did not want, he didn't want to wait. And against his will, the Malach had to agree to the brachas being given to Yaakov. And this is what it's written. Uh, just uh, one Pasuk later, in the next Pasuk, it says, the Malach blessed Yaakov there. Meaning, that the Malach was beseeching Yaakov to wait, but Yaakov didn't want, and therefore that's why it says in the next Pasuk, um, that the Malach blessed him there. The question is raised, the, the the author of Moscow David raises the question, the question needs to be raised, why does Rashi insist that the Malach didn't change Yaakov's name here, but rather this is something that a Kodesh Baruch Hu is going to do in Basel. If we look at the Pasuk, just this Pasuk by itself, so the Malach says, Lo No longer will Yaakov be said as your name, Yisrael, but rather Yisrael. So it seems like the Malach changed his name. The fact that it says in the next passage, so, okay, so the Malach gave him a bracha. That's also very nice. Why couldn't we understand the Pasuk that the Malach here in Pasuk Chavtes changed Yaakov's name to Yisrael, and in Pasuk Lamed, the Malach gave him a blessing. Why does Rashi have to get involved with this Pasuk in Hosea? 
which can be interpreted to mean that uh, really the change in name did not take place until they arrived in base L, which takes place considerably later in our Parsha. Uh, it does not seem likely that, that, that Rashi was, was bothered by the Pasuk and Hosea. I've explained many times that Rashi's derech, Rashi's way of understanding the Torah and of explaining the Torah is that if there is a contradiction between two psukim, an earlier Pasuk and a later Pasuk, as long as the earlier Pasuk can be understood on its own terms without difficulty, Rashi will leave it according to its simple meaning. When he comes to the second Pasuk, and there it is blaring, it is glaring that there's a contradiction to the first Pasuk there, Rashi will resolve the contradiction in one form, in one way or another. So it's not likely that as Rashi was uh, learning this Pasuk in Bracious, that he had in mind that there's a Pasuk in Hosea that says something different and that he had to explain it differently. Perhaps you'll say that Rashi had a different Pasuk in mind. He had this Pasuk that he, that he mentions, that it says um, much later in Perak Lamed Hay, Pasuk Tes, Elohim el Yaakov od, and Hashem, the God, appeared to Yaakov again, Aram, when he returned from Padan Aram, when he turned from his journey with Lavan and, and all those adventures, so, and Hashem blessed him. And God said to Yaakov, Shimcha Yaakov, lo yikorei Shimcha oid Yaakov. Your name, Yaakov, your name is Yaakov, but lo yikorei Shimcha oid Yaakov. Your name will no longer be called Yaakov. Ki im Yisrael, yishemecha. But rather, Yisrael will be your name. Vayikra eshmo Yisrael. So perhaps you'll say that Rashi here in Perak Lamed Base, where he saw that it seems like the Malach changed Yaakov's name, but perhaps Rashi was bothered because he knew that really, he knew that there's a contradiction to this because uh, three prokim later in, in Bracious Lamed Hay, it says that Hashem himself changed Yaakov's name. Maybe you'll say Rashi was concerned about that contradiction, but again, it would seem like the derech of Rashi would be to, to leave that for when he would get there. This Pasuk in Periklamid Hay, Periklamid Base, pardon me, this Pasuk seems to be good on its own merits. So why does Rashi insist that in this Pasuk, it, the Malach really is not changing Yaakov's name? He's telling him that He's telling him, in the end, eventually, HaKadosh Baruch will appear to you in Basel and Hashem will change your name but not that the Malach himself is doing it. This is the question I would like to discuss. One possible way to deal with this question, in my humble opinion, is to take a look at the commentary of Radak, Rabbi, Dabi, Rabbi David Kimchi, one of the major Mufoshim, especially well-known for his commentaries on the Nevi'im, but he also wrote a commentary on Bracious. He may have written on the other Chumashim, perhaps, They've been lost over the centuries, but certainly we have his commentary on Bracious. Let's read just a few words that the Radak says on this Pasuk. 
Vayomer, the, the Malach said, no longer shall your name be called, be called Yaakov, etc. The Redak says, Yesh Rishus Lamalach Lahisif Al-Shlichusai. A Malach, an angel, has permission to add on to his Shlichus, to add on to the mission that he has been sent on. According to what he sees fit. And he gives some proofs. Now, what is he, what's bothering Radak? We usually ask, what's bothering Rashi? Why is the Radak making this statement? That a Malach has permission to add on to the Shlichus that he has been given, according to his own opinion. So it would appear that the Radak understood that this Malach was given a shlichus, he was given a mission by a Kodesh Baruch Hu. His mission was to, to go fight with Yaakov and see how he would fare, see what would come out of that. But that's it. We know from many places that malachim are limited. A malach is sent on a certain shlichus, and that's, that's it. In fact, Rashi on the very next Pasuk, the very next pasuk, in the very next pasuk, we find that Yaakov asked this Malach, uh, tell me please your name. And the Malach answered, Why would you want to ask my name? And Rashi explains, We don't have a set name. Our names are constantly changing. It's all according to the commandment of the service of the mission upon which we are sent. In other words, today the Malach's name might be X because he's sent on mission X. And tomorrow he's sent on, on mission Y and that might re, that would give him a different name. A different name would express his, his essence when he is going on that different mission. And the day after that, he's sent on mission Q and so he will have a different name, which expresses his, his, the essence of his being when he is on that mission. In other words, the Malach's entire being is his shlichus. Now, that is not so, I'm saying this parenthetically, but I think it's very correct. A human being is not totally defined by his mission. It is true that each one of us has some sort of a mission in this world, although we don't usually know what it is exactly. But we have Bechira, we have free will. If I want, I can never touch upon my mission. I can never attempt it, never know what it is, never try to do it. It's not my essence. My essence is whatever I, included in my essence is the things that I do. A Malach is entirely defined by his mission. And therefore, his name changes every time he gets a new mission. My name doesn't change from day to day because there, there's a me besides what I do. And I am not totally taken up with what I do. But the Malach is totally, his whole personality is subsumed to his mission, whatever the mission is at that time. And therefore, he gets a new name with each new mission. And therefore, the Radak understood that this Malach had a mission to fight Yaakov. Okay, he lost the fight. Sometimes he wins, sometimes he lose. This Malach lost. 
Of course, that has great spiritual significance. We're not talking about a heavyweight boxing match. We're talking about something much, much heavier of weight. But still, the Malach lost the fight, and that would seem to be the end of his mission. Yaakov says to the Malach, uh, can you bless me? And the Malach uh, seems to tell him, okay, I'm changing your name. I'm giving you a much nicer name. Your old name, Yaakov, has certain negative connotations. I'm giving you a much nicer name. They're now going to call you Yisrael. On that, the Radak had a question. How could the Malach do this? This was not part of his mission. This was not part of his, his um, not part of his instructions of what he was sent to do. So the Radak says that Yesh Rashus the Malach lo A Malach does have permission to add on to his shlichus. He cannot uh, create a whole new mission for himself. He can't just go and do things that are totally unrelated to what he was sent for. But the Radak says he could add on to a certain extent. So if the shlichus of this Malach was to fight with Yaakov and to, uh, and perhaps to see if Yaakov could beat him. So related to that is the idea that if Yaakov wins, that means he has achieved a certain spiritual status through which he deserves to have a different name. So that the Malach was allowed to add on to his shlichus. That I believe is what the Radak is saying. And perhaps we could say that Rashi was also addressing this question. Rashi's question is not, why does this Pasuk say the Malach changed his name? Oh, but it says in Hosea that Hashem changed his name. And Rashi's question is not, how could it say over here that, that the Malach changed Yaakov's name, but it says in Paraglamet Hay that it was Hashem who changed the name. Those are not Rashi's questions, because those are not questions that Rashi needs to ask. But his question was, how could it be that the Malach, a Malach, how could the Malach change Yaakov's name when that was not apparently what he was sent for. And on that, Rashi answers that the truth is the Malach was not changing his name. Rashi says, okay, you're not going to be called Yaakov, rather you're going to be called Yisrael. Yisrael has a much nicer, more positive meaning, but the Malach's not really changing his name. The Malach is saying, in the end, eventually, HaKadosh Baruch will appear to you and he will change your name. So Radak's answer, this, answer to this question is that the Malach is allowed to add on certain things that are related to his shlichus. Perhaps we can say that Rashi was addressing the same question. Rashi had a different answer. Rashi's answer is, you know how the Malach, you know, how could it be that the Malach changed Yaakov's name that wasn't part of the Malach's mission? And the answer is, he really didn't change Yaakov's name. He was just telling Yaakov that soon, in the near future, HaKadosh Baruch Hu would do that. Perhaps. Although I'm not fully convinced, I'm not totally pleased with this answer, mostly because I'm not sure how the Radak knows exactly what was this Malach's mission. Maybe the Malach's mission was to change Yaakov's name. It doesn't say in the Pasuk anywhere exactly what this Malach's mission was. The whole story is rather mysterious. Uh, the Malach is never really named. It doesn't even really say in the Pasuk clearly that he was a Malach. He's, always, he's referred to once as Ish, and after that he's not even 
given a, a name at all. It just uses verbs. He did this, he did that, he said this. Never even uses a substitute name for him. So I'm not sure how the Radak assumed that his mission did not include uh, blessing Yaakov. And therefore, I'd like to say a different approach to understanding this Rashi. The Maskal the David who asked this question, our original question, uh, why does Rashi insist that it's not the Malach changing Yaakov's name, but rather a Kodesh Baruchu? So the Malach, the, the Maskal the David also gives an answer. And he begins by telling us that there are three very important people in the in Sefer Bracious who had their names changed. Avram was changed to Avraham, and Sarai was changed to Sarah, and of course Yaakov was changed to Yisrael. Now if we look at the first two of these name changes, we will see that they are phrased in the Torah very differently than this third one of Yaakov. Let's go back to the change of Avram to Avraham. It's in Perik Yud Zion. Pasuk Hey. Hashem says to Avram, Avram, your name no longer will be called Avram, Avraham. Your name will be Avraham. Note the words Your name will no longer be called. The verb is to be called. And the name change of Sarai to Sarah is a little bit later in the same parak. Pasuk tes vav, al Avraham. Hashem said to Avraham, Sarai ishtecha lo sikra eshmo Sarai. You shall not call her name Sarai, ki Sarah shemo, because really Sarah is her name. And again, what's the verb? Lo sikra eshmo. The verb is likro, to call. That's by Avram, and that's by Sarah. But let's go back and take a look at our Pasuk about Yaakov. The Malach said, Lo Yaakov yeyamer od shimcha ki im Yisrael. Not lo yikare od shimcha, but rather lo Yaakov yeyamer od shimcha ki im Yisrael. So Maskel the David says that this really is Rashi's underlying question. Why is this name change of Yaakov introduced with a, with a different verb, with a different phrasing than the other changes of name that we find in Sefer Bracious. And on this, the Maskell the David explains that you, you have to read the Rashi. Now you can read the Rashi with, 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 new, with new eyeglasses. Rashi says, Lo amer oid shimcha, lo yomru alecha od it will no longer be said, People will no longer say about you that the brachas that you got from your father were acquired with Akiva Uvaramiya, with a treacherousness, with a trickery. Ki'im, but rather, They came to you with a sort of a lordship and with an open way. You got them because you're the one who deserves to have them. Now that is not a change of name in and of itself. That is a statement that people won't call you Yaakov. They won't call you this guy who cheats 
to get the brachas. Ki'im Yisrael. Rather, they will say, no, this is the fellow who is a sar, he is a noble person, and he is able to stand up to El, he is able to stand up to divine beings such as the Malach, and he's able to stand up to human beings such as Lovin and Esav, and he is victorious and he deserves the he deserves the prize. According to Maskel the David, Rashi is not actually, he's really not saying that the Malach changed his name. That's not the point of the Pasuk, and that's why the Pasuk does not say, Lo That's what it says about Avram and about Sarai, because that's what those Pukim were talking about. They were talking about a change of name. But here, Maskel the is explaining that since it says, Lo Yaakov will not be said anymore as your name, that means to say that people won't uh, attribute to you the connotations of the name Yaakov, which has connotations of treachery and trickiness, but rather they will attribute to you the connotations of the name Yisrael. An actual changing of name? No. That will come later. Later, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will reveal himself to you in Basel, and there he will change his name. And how did Rashi know that? How does Rashi know that there will be a real change of name? Because if we look at that Pesach, it says so. But Shem said to Yaakov, Shimcha Yaakov, your name is Yaakov, lo yikorei shimcha oid Yaakov. Here, the Pasuk uses the same nusach, the same phraseology that it used when talking about Abraham and Sorai. That lo yikorei shimcha oid Yaakov. Your name will no longer be called Yaakov, but rather your name will be called Yisrael. So this Pasuk, our Pasuk in Perak Lamed Beis, is not by its by the meaning of its words is not talking actual about an actual changing of name. It's talking about the connotations of which name will be attributed to this person. Will it be the connotations of the name Yaakov? No, no longer. He's grown out of that. He has graduated from that. Now it's the connotations of the name Yisrael that will be attributed to this person. That's what this Pasuk is saying. What is this Pasuk saying later on in Perak Lamed Hay? It's saying your name, Yaakov, will no longer be your, your main name. Your name is going to be Yisrael. This Pasuk here is talking about a Shinui shame, a change of name. And I think we can bring support to this explanation of the Maskele David by paying attention to a small, but I think very important difference between the Rashi here in Pasuk Lamed Beis and the Rashi here in Pasuk Lamed Hay. As I pointed out here in Perak Lamed Beis, Rashi never actually says the word shame. It's in the Pasuk, but Rashi says, They will no longer say about you that the brachas came with trickiness. Ki'im bisrara ubegiloi Rather, they came to you with nobility, with lordship, and in an open way. 
Rashi does not mention here, he doesn't discuss the derivation of the name Yaakov, nor the derivation of the name Yisrael. He never actually says Yaakov means trickery and Yisrael means lordship. Doesn't say it here. It's true. That is the meaning of the name, or at least part of the meaning of the names. But Rashi doesn't say it because, as we're explaining, according to the Maskele David, according to Rashi, Yaakov's name wasn't changed over here. So there's no reason to talk about the derivation of the names. However, in Pasuk Lamed Hay, let's take a look at Rashi. Lo yikarei shimcha od Yaakov l'shon adam habovem arav uva ukva or v'yakeva. This is a lushan. This is an expression. The name Yaakov is an expression of a person who comes by ambush and by trickery. Ki'im, rather, rather your name will be called Yisrael, Lashain Sarvanagid, a, a nobleman and a prince. Here, Rashi is telling us the derivation of the names Yaakov and Yisrael, because here, that's actually what's happening. His name is being changed from one name to another. So Rashi says, this name means X, and this name means Y. But here in Pasuk Lamed Beis, we're not talking about an actual change of name. We're saying they will no longer attribute to you those negative aspects which are related to the name Yaakov, or which are hinted at by the name Yaakov, but rather they will attribute to you the positive aspects which are hinted at in the name Yisrael. Thank you for listening to Directions in Rashi with Yochanan Joseph, author of the book Directions in Rashi, available from Feldheim Publications. Production aspects were carried out by Minagain Music. Visit them online by going to facebook.com slash Minagain Be More.